Hello and welcome to yet another bonus episode of the Heart of Markness podcast. Gee, Mark, I thought you were going to be setting up a separate podcast for your classic rock things. You talked about it an awful lot. I sure did, but I'm not going to. Too much work and to be starting from zero and I w- it was not a wise choice after further reflection. So you're just going to have to stick with one podcast and bear the cross of deciding what you're going to listen to um, on your own. I apologize. But it is Sunday morning here in beautiful Portland, Oregon. And I have a lovely Mike Millard master recording to share with you. It is Mr. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with special guest star Stevie Nicks from the L.A. Forum concert on June 30th, 1981. And this was for, uh, I think it was for the Damn the Torpedoes tour. If I recall correctly, that would be about right. And it is good. The only caveat which was uh, included in the notes are where Mike Millard was sitting was kind of underneath the PAs that project the sound out into the arena and kind of, and you know so the vocals and everything were projected over his head and outward so what he is picking up is primarily the stage instruments and the monitors that the musicians listen to so as the notes say the vocals tended to sound a little thin because of the because of that because the monitors on stage that the musicians listen to don't include the vocals because they they include the instruments that the musicians need to hear, like the singer, to know what they're going to play. So um, Gems worked on the equalization and mastering a little bit to balance that better. They did a great job. But if you hear that, wow, this recording is fantastic and the instruments are fantastic, it just sounds a little, uh, that's what it is. It, it, it's really splitting hairs. It's an excellent recording. It's Mike Millard, man. He... Um, in a, in, in a nutshell, if this is your first time listening, he was a uh, legendary, legendary taper of concerts in the uh, L.A. area in California from the 70s into the mid-90s. And he would um, smuggle a Nakamichi tape player, which is the top shelf cassette recorder of the time, into the shows with AKG mics and make ridiculously ridiculously good recordings legendary recordings of legendary bands at the peak of their career i mean he recorded queen led zeppelin the who pink floyd alice cooper every everybody everybody from that era genesis peter gabriel little feet the band did he record little feet i don't know if he did Anyways, a ton of folks, and uh, every weekend, the GEMS group, J-E-M-S, release another recording of his. Now, this stuff was very, very, very isolated and fortified by Mike Millard. He did not easily trade the tapes. He would always mark the tapes that he would trade to people. So nobody had a pure, unadulterated Mike Millard recording other than Mike Millard. The reason for that was his recordings are so good. They were often bootlegged. 
Like his Led Zeppelin recordings from LA 77 are the most famous bootlegs in the world. You know, listen to this Eddie and for badge holders only are, are right at the tippity top, except for maybe Bob Dylan's The Basement Tapes as the most famous uh, uh, bootlegs around. So he did not like that. He hated the idea of bootlegging, which is taking those illicit recordings and then selling them for profit. That's a no-no. That's actually, I think it's a federal crime when you sell it, the bootlegging. But trading, trading recordings for recordings or sharing it for free is no problem. That is not illegal. And he hated bootleggers who would profit off his work and others and often not have an eye for quality. So he would mark his tapes. um, And by mark, it just means he would just put a little distortion or a little something or a little cut or a little bloop in the tape. Not enough to ruin it at all, but enough so you'll be listening to a song and, you know, like measuring a summer's bloop. You know, not enough to ruin it, but enough to be like, oop. So he would know if a bootleg came out and if there was a mark in the middle of, say, Tangerine, which is what I was just singing, then he would know that it was the tape that he traded to Person X and Person X was the guy who bootlegged it or sold it to a bootlegger and then he could blackball the guy. So the Gems Group got a hold of many of his master tapes because Mr. Millard passed in 1994, rest his soul. And the Gems Trading Group has been diligently gathering, archiving, making connections, and gaining access to swaths of his master recordings and his first-gen recordings and releasing them. First of all, restoring them, because they're, you know, anywhere from 25 to 45 years old, and then releasing them for free. And then I step in and do my little part of taking what they release and then evangelizing it on this podcast, because I think it's very, very important. Okay, that's what I'm doing. That's why we're doing this. And I think it is one of the most important things that we could do. You know, uh, as as rock fans, as live music fans, and um, to keep this going, because this is really important stuff. Well, you know this, you've heard me say this. Over and over again, this is God's work and uh, St. Michael Millard, um, may he be at peace. Well, we know that on June 30th, 1981, Mike Millard was at the L.A. Forum seeing Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers on tour for, I think it's, let me look this up, it should tell me, la 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 la. I think it was the Damn the Torpedoes tour. Hard Promises. I'm sorry. Hard Promises Tour. There you go. Well, that must have been riveting to listen to. This is the Hard Promises Tour. 1981. Oh, my goodness. A million years ago. Here's the set list for the entire show. And I say this because these shows, I make these available for free download for you, if you'd like them, at heartofmarkness.com. So you'll be able to go to heartofmarkness.com, find this episode of the podcast, and then there inside the body of that post will be a link for you to download this show if you want it for free, as intended. And here's the set list to help you to decide. They open with American Girl, then go into Listen to Her Heart, A Thing About You, 
Here Comes My Girl, The Waiting, I Need to Know. Then they do a Solomon Burke cover, Cry to Me. Then they do Don't Do Me Like That, Even the Losers, an Animals cover, Don't Bring Me Down, A Woman in Love, and then Stevie Nicks comes out and joins the band for two songs. And the reason that happened is because Stevie, uh, Tom Petty co-produced her first solo album, which I think was called Belladonna, and also did that song with her that's um, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. He did that song with her. That was during this time. And he had appeared at a Stevie Nicks concert, which Mike Millard had recorded and I have already posted, and sang that song, and Stevie's returning the favor uh, by appearing here. Or she's doing it first. I don't know the whose concert was first. Maybe Tom's. In any case, there's some Stevie Nicks songs on here. Then they do King's Road. Oh, the Stevie Nicks songs. They do Insider, and then the Searchers cover, Needles and Pins. Then they do King's Road without Stevie Nicks, Breakdown, Refugee, and they finish with the Isley Brothers song, Shout! A little bit softer now. All right, friendos, that's the show. If you want to download it, you can go to hardermarkness.com. I am going to dive in and play some of these songs so that you can hear them. Because it has been, oh, nine and a half minutes. I am mercifully, mercifully, mercifully terse with you. Usually it's 12 minutes of me babbling before you heard music. Nope, I'm too good to you. All right, friendos, we are going to hear American Girl, the set opener. And now there's a little bit of um, ambiance on this track that I'm going to leave in. Just about a minute of audience noise and then, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I'm leaving that there because it's a nice setup to the beginning of the show. So that's why I left it and didn't cut it out. It just, I don't know, for artistic reasons, I guess. So ladies and gentlemen, pots and pans, birds and bees, I bring to you Mr. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, American Girl, June 30th, 1981.
Well, that was lovely, wasn't it? Now, that's a rock and roll band. And the audience loves it. I love hearing the audience in their excitement. And the L.A. audience is typically really, really good and receptive. Makes me happy. Happy, you say, Mark. Is that true? It is true. It makes me happy. You know what else makes me happy? You guys listening to this podcast. You know what else makes me happy? Me doing this podcast. It brings me happiness. It brings some of you happiness. Enough of you to keep this podcast going. Enough of you to support it. So this is a happiness vector. And thanks to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers playing a concert back in 1981, we all can meet here at this point in space and time, even non-sequentially, non-simultaneously. That's the word. Non-simultaneously. We can still commune and enjoy this moment in time, recorded by Mike Millard 40 years ago. I love it. Alrighty. Well, let's hop in here and jump to the next song. And we're going to play a song which is, I believe, on... I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care what album it's on. We're going to play The Waiting, which I think is on this tour. And given the audience reaction, I think it must be the hit single at the time. The Waiting. The waiting is the hardest part. I always picture this song, the beat of this song. Alabama, don't it feel like heaven right now? I always picture uh, a bunch of cowboys in a line, like line dancing and chewing gum in time to that song. I don't know why. I always have since I was a, a teen, and I just kept it with me. And now you know a little something about me. Creepy, but now you know more. All right, friendos, The Waiting. June 30th, 1981, one year to the day after Led Zeppelin's concert in Frankfurt, Germany, in which they played pretty well. The Waiting, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Enjoy. Yeah. 
Good song, good performance, great band. This is good stuff, friendos. I hope you enjoy it. Well, if you enjoy it, now's the time when we do all the social media stuff. Sorry. You can scroll through if you know it by heart. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube by searching for Heart of Markness, and you will find me. There's a nice Heart of Markness Facebook group. You are welcome to join. And if you desire to reach me through not one of those ways, you can email me at mark, that's me, at heartofmarkness.com. And speaking of heartofmarkness.com, heartofmarkness.com is where I post not only just the podcasts, but the links to the shows, like I mentioned before, where you can download the entire show that I cover in any given episode. There are a couple times when I'm not able to share that show for various reasons, but I'd say probably 95% of the time you can get the whole show from heartofmarkness.com. So avail yourself of that resource, friend. Are you availing? 
you better be. All right. One last thing. If you like what I do and you like how I do it and you feel like supporting it, you are welcome to go to patreon.com slash heart of Markness or click the patron, uh, patron link on the upper left hand of heart of com and uh, become a patron of this podcast. And you will get your name read every week unless it's a train wreck of a podcast, in which case I will not tie your good name to that. And uh, you'll get extra podcast once in a while. And you get access to the cloud drive where all the shows are stored. So you can just get access straight to that and see stuff that's there. See stuff that I haven't used yet. See stuff that I haven't used but is still there. Basically, it's a resource for you as a thank you for supporting me and this podcast. And speaking of which, these are the titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. So I offer a laurel and hearty handshake unto Jeff from Houston, Texas, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne. Happy birthday, Wayne. It was your birthday. It was indeed. Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, other David, Bonzo Billy, and of course, Mimo. Thank you, my friends. Thank you for allowing me to do this. Thank you for supporting me in doing this. It means more than I can say. And also a tip of the hat to patron emeritus, Jeremy. Blessings upon you, my friend. I love you. And honorary, honorary patron, Evan, who's too young to be a patron. Hey, Evan, what's up, brother? And Avi of the Raven Avatar, who was a patron for a while, and I miss him and think he's awesome. Hey, Avi, hope you're doing well, my friend. And let's move along. We got the disgusting marketing business out of the way, and we can get back to the Rock und Roll. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're going to blow through this, friendos. We've got a pair of songs with Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty, and they are good, and you will listen to them, and you will like them, and you will clean your plate and finish your green beans. All right, friendos, the first one of these is called Insider. Insider. That would be June 30th, 1981 at the L.A. Forum. Mr. Tom Petty and his band The Heartbreakers performing a rock and roll concert for the kids in town are joined on stage by a singer of another rock and roll combo, Fleetwood Mac. Miss Stevie Nicks joins the stage for the following songs, Insider and Needles and Pins. Here, Friendos, is Insider.
Damn, that was good. In fact, the album title, Hard Promises, uh, is taken from lyrics from the song we just heard, the duet Insider with Ms. Stevie Nicks. What a cool time to be alive, folks. That was good stuff. Good stuff back then. All righty. Well, we've got one last arrow in the quiver. Let us loose it and call it a day, shall we? And that's the next song played, which is just a, uh, a cover by I think it's the Seekers a Seekers song Searchers Searchers not the Seekers it's uh Searchers would be the Kroger brand Seekers because Seekers are more hoity-toity word so that would be like the Kirkland brand (laughs) Seekers I don't have the Seekers that I got the Searchers good enough put them in the cart all right Ladies and gentlemen, Needles and Pins, Tom Petty, and Stevie Nicks on, when is it? June 30th, 1981. Enjoy, my dear, 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 friends. so much Yeah. 
fast. Almost forgot to introduce on the vocals and drums, Sam Lynch. who joined us during the Hard Promises album. His name is Phil Jones. And this one's called King's Road. What a great band. I love, love, love Stan Lynch's drumming. The last thing he recorded for the Heartbreakers before he went his own way was, um, I believe, as far as I know, uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane. And if you listen to the drums on that, oh my God, does he play well. You could just listen to that. All right, friendos, let's call it, shall we? Thank you for listening to The Heart of Markness. That's me. If you like me and want to give me money, be a patron. If you like me and don't want to give me money, listen to the podcast. If you don't like me nor want to give me money, why did you wait 39 minutes to decide that? In any case, friends, I'll be back Thursday with the Led Zeppelin podcast, and I hope you and yours are well and thrive during this very interesting time in our collective experience. So be good to yourself and each other, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.